Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's so good to know that you're here with me today because today is no exception. We have another awesome guest with us. So I'll tell you more about her. So I'm going to keep the suspense a little while longer. But you know, as I'm sitting at my desk this morning and I'm going, you know, fall is out there and it's all about change. We're going into a very busy time of year with the Thanksgiving holidays and then the Christmas holidays. And it's a can be a particularly stressful time for us if we do not have a program in our lives that keep us balanced, such as meditation and a, or a prayer time or some sort of format that we start our days with every day so that it gives us balance in our life. So I encourage you to look at those. You know, Second Wind was created because having gone through my own Second Wind, and I've been through my third and my fourth and my fifth, as we all do as women, we just keep redesigning ourselves, refocusing ourselves with whatever life gives us. Raised my children, had my career, raised my children, I mean, got married, raised my children, all of that, and then went through the divorce. And it took rebalancing myself and looking at myself to create the life that I wanted to have going forward. So whatever your transition is, it's not always divorce. There are many other things. It can just simply be that it's the time of life where you want to move into something different. You're given more freedom. You want your life to look a different way. So I hope you will find your comfortable chair your cup of coffee, and you will sit down and get ready for this fabulous guest that I have with us today. I met her only a brief time ago, about three or four months ago, I think. Her name is Judy McKeska, and Judy has such an interesting story to tell us. Today, she is a successful independent executive consultant for Rodan and Fields. For those of you who are not familiar with that, if you've been on TV, you've seen Proactive Plus, which is part of this medical um, uh, line of uh, products that... um, is for the younger skin, but Judy is primarily focused in her business at the older skin, and she will tell us lots more about that. So she is 
has been an interior designer for much of her life. Interesting that she has take it has taken her to Sadat Sadat. Am I saying that right? Saudi Arabia. It has taken her to 13 years of living in Hawaii and redesigning houses there. And some of the houses, I'm just in awe. I'm so jealous. I wish I could be there because it's always an area of focus that I like. But she started her career as a design in design with the famous Rudolf Schaffner School of Design in San Francisco. Quite a story. I think you're going to love it. So I'm welcoming you, Judy. Thank you so much for being with us today, Judy McKeska. Well, thank you, Joyce. What a great introduction. I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face. (laughs) And you're sitting at your desk, and I'm standing in my kitchen looking up at uh, the deer wandering around. (laughs) Oh, you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, correct? Yes, I am. I'm north of the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge in the, what is known as the California wine country. Oh, that's just difficult, Judy. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that's really difficult. Somebody has to do it, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you have stepped up to so many fabulous jobs and challenges in your life that I just mentioned a few of them. But I want people to kind of understand where your story started, if you would sort of, how does a a little girl from Oklahoma get to uh, California, Saudi Arabia, Hawaii, all of those what we call glamorous spots, certainly interesting spots, and end up in Sonoma, suffering in Sonoma Valley. So, Connie, if you don't mind, share with us how you how you move your, through your life. Well, I, I would love to do that. It was, um, you know, it goes, it just goes. Mm-hmm. And um, I started out um, in being born in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and my mother was a single mom, and that was in 1946, which was quite the era. And, right. Um, yeah. Very unusual for a woman to be, to have to go through that single motherhood time by herself. Very unusual. Right. right? And very difficult. Very it difficult. It was difficult, uh, apparently. And, you know, I, I don't have uh, distinct memories of that. But um, she was, fr- her parents were from Czechoslovakia. So mm-hmm. um, they settled as farmers in Oklahoma. And that was sort of a disgrace for them to have this mm-hmm. happen. And mm-hmm. um, she was sort of politely asked to move out <laughs> right. or what have you. Yeah. And right. um, she was working and um, couldn't really afford to keep me uh, in her, and, and have a home. And so I was um, with someone else for a while, um, mm-hmm. a very nice lady that I don't know or remember. But... Um, Moved on, and uh, she was able to finally be able to bring me into an apartment, which which she had in Oklahoma City, and we had a lot of fun together. And 
I remember uh, standing outside one night with her and holding her hand, and <laughs> we were looking up at the stars, and she <laughs> said, you know, if you reach high enough, you can reach those. And I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> How oh. cool. <laughs> oh. And, I, and I remember that um, being one of those dreams for me as right. a little girl, and things moved on, and um, now, during those early years, you know, so many of our beliefs and structures are received and determine our our life, even before the age of seven, by the age of seven. So what were some of the things that you believe you learned from that time in your life or that you've seen reappear? Did I make I, the I, Yes, I, I agree with that 100%. And um, those memories do flash up and as an adult at you know in our in our late 60s like I am right yeah and right. Uh, one of those that i remember that always always i remember a lot is my grandmother well you know when the little cute girl granddaughter came along she had a softer heart and she took me <laughs> shopping one day and i was so excited and um, cuz she was a lot of fun mm-hmm. <laughs> and she took me shopping and um, we went to the salvation army which mm-hmm. I thought was where everybody shopped, because I, that's where we shopped, you know. I yes, didn't know right. there were department stores. Yes, I thought yes. that was the department the store. The department store. <laughs> yeah. And she told me, go pick out anything you want. Mm-hmm. And I think it was my birthday or something. And mm-hmm. I was so excited, so I picked out a new outfit, and particularly I picked out a pair of red cowgirl boots. <laughs> now remember, those. folks, she's in Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought those were the hottest thing ever, and I wanted those so badly. And um, I was in the changing room, and my grandmother said, "You look so cute." And um, I gathered up, uh, you know, started to gather up my old shoes and clothes. And she turned to me and she said, "Leave them." Oh, oh! <laughs> I did not have to feel like those old clothes needed uh, to be carried back home right. with me. Yeah. And that was a pivotal moment. It was a moment of knowing the difference in being at home with mom was always scarcity. You know, right. it was always tight-fisted and, and, and understandably, you know, she had to work yes. and yeah. didn't have much money. Right. And it was the first time I felt like, wow, I can just leave something? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was very pivotal. Yeah, I can see. And I love the idea that you were so excited about the brand new red boots. (laughs) Brand new used ones. (laughs) Yes, but to you, they were new. And they were uh, a sign of just how special you were in the eyes of your grandma. Yes. Right. Yes. Very powerful. It was, indeed, yeah. (laughs) So you went on from there in your mother. So you certainly learned to be uh, frugal, and yet you also learned from your grandmother the options of having change and moving on and all of that through that experience. So what else happened after in your growing up years? Um, well, my mother eventually married, um, she went to work for the Social Security Administration. Mm-hmm. She had a, she had a 
boss that she ended up marrying, mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden I had a stepbrother and a stepsister, mm-hmm. and um, life was kind of interesting at that point, and uh, <laughs> the stepsister wore a bra. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. And, and so I, I told my mother and father that I should have a bra because everybody in gym, you know, <laughs> when they changed in their lockers, they took their bras off and I was, they would kind of laugh at me because I didn't have a bra and I needed one. And they Okay, both we're going to stop here. Okay. Sorry, I asked you a long question, but we're going to go to break. Okay. And we're going to come back and hear more about Judy and some of the impacts that happened to her in younger days that affected her adult life, of course. We'll be back shortly with Judy McKeska. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velazzi's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velazzi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. We are talking today with Judy McKeska, 
And she is a Rodan and Fields independent executive consultant. And she's going to share with us all about that in uh, later in the program. But we were talking about her early years in Oklahoma with her single mom and how the, that impacted her life. And I had asked her about you know, some of the stories that she remember from that time. Because as children, we we remember them so much different than possibly her mother did, the struggles that go on, particularly in that situation with a single mom out on her own back in the 40s was uh, pretty difficult. But anyway, Judy was telling us about um, once her family was blended with a her mother remarried, and she was now blended with another family who had two older children. One of them had a bra, and so, of course, the pressure was on for Judy. So, Judy, tell us about that bra situation there. Okay, and how young minds think about the development stages. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I wanted to fit in in the gym uh-huh. room, at the, in the locker room of the gym, and I was the only girl that didn't have a bra. I still wore yes. a T-shirt. Uh-huh. And um, so I had repeatedly told my parents that it was very important that I get a bra, and they would just kind of roll their eyes and look at me and say, you don't need a bra, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't. Well, yes, <laughs> but all girls, I don't care what size they are, they want a bra at a certain age. That is my point exactly. Yeah. You know, right. um, if we help one person know that, it would be nice. Right. So, yeah, so um, after being turned down repeatedly, I just said, well, you know, I, I guess I could go at least look at them and know which one I would like. And so when they turn their minds to yes, I can tell them which one it was. And as I went to Sears, which was the closest place to walk from my home to Sears, um, sneaked over there and saw a really cute bra and decided that maybe I would just steal it. <laughs> that would be easier. <laughs> so I took it. Did, did my best and got caught by the, oh dear. By the Sears security <laughs> guards, <laughs> which was horribly embarrassing. Yes. And they called my mom at work and she had to come get me and um, she, she was so embarrassed and she took mm-hmm. me home and for the first time, she was going to spank me, and she told me to bend over on on the sofa arm, and she was going to spank me with a belt, and she couldn't do it. <laughs> but she, she was uh, so sweet, and I felt so bad, and so we talked about it, and she said, you know, you, could go, you, you need to go return the bra, which, which mm-hmm. um, we, we need to do, mm-hmm. and you need to apologize to them. Yeah. And I did that, and that right. was... Um, it taught me a huge lesson. It taught me integrity and honesty right. are, are the answer to everything. Right. And that yeah. was very important. So I moved. It's important that those that, and it really reflects a lot about your mom, what a good person she was, and how much she wanted to instill in you good, uh, good principles that she asked you to go back and uh, return it. But there was also another situation that you 
I loved you shared with me yesterday was about your first job because you also felt the pressure of of wanting to be more help to your mother. You saw you had seen her struggle. You were now at the age you wanted to help your mom. So you went out and got your first job. Yes, um, that uh, marriage to my stepfather, uh, they separated. And mm-hmm. she was, um, again, a single mom, and mm-hmm. she was, we were having difficulties, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember going out to dinner at night, and um, th- it was at a cafe, and they would always give me, you know, free dinner and my mother. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that was fine, but I didn't know why I couldn't have other things particularly. But I went to A&W, which was mm-hmm. down the street from where we lived. And I uh, noticed there were girls working there that were sort of young, and I walked in and told them I wanted a job. And uh, I told them I was 16, which I was not. (laughs) 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 A liar and a thief. (laughs) (laughs) I um, got the job as a car hop. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of days later, oh, I was very excited because I got to get the root beer float every day and a Frito <laughs> chili pie. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, I remember those. Remember those? <laughs> yes. That made me really happy. I got them free. And so um, I went out to greet the latest customer that drove up, and it was my mother. Right. <laughs> yes, you always get caught when you do those things. Yes, you do. <laughs> And I thought, oh, no, I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) And I was. And she told them that I was not 16, and uh, that ended my job. Yeah. But another good lesson, another good lesson. Um, But I was determined to try to help her, and uh, but it was another good lesson. But I also think it shows the initiative of what has been basically shaped your life because you have had some just magnificent opportunities and you've not you know you've just stepped up and gone through and taken you know whether you were scared or not you've moved forward and had some wonderful opportunities so you know um i think all of that laid the basis the foundation, all of those situations, lay the foundation for your later life. But you did go on to college and uh, in business education, as you said, and at OU. But then you got the opportunity to move to California or on the border of? Yes. Um, yes, I did. I went to uh, University of Oklahoma. I was the first McKeska to ever go to college and graduate. Oh, great. Oh, great. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, so my stepfather and mother got back together again, and he um, was he and my mother were called in by my art teacher who said, your daughter should go to college and she should study art. And he said, no way. I'm not going to pay for her to go to school to study art uh, if she will study education because men don't marry artists. They marry teachers. Right. Which was the, which was, even I remember back then, uh when I went to school, college, I didn't even think of other professions. I, I had chose a profession that, would work with a marriage. 
Uh-huh. You know, we, we automatically went to the marriage thought first. Oh, and yeah. then what would I be able to do being married? And um, I am of the generation that we really did not think of the, the uh, I'm going to say, professions such as doctor, engineer, uh, attorney, as often as the young ladies do today. So I'm, I'm excited about that change, to see that change. Absolutely. But, yeah. So you got, so you, so how did you get to design school? Um, well, uh, two years into college at University of Oklahoma, again, my stepfather and mother separated. So at that point, there's a I pattern was, here. There's a pattern here. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, he he uh, later uh, told me that it, he did it because he had the two children and he couldn't. He needed somebody to raise them. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, after two years of you know college education and living in a sorority house and having a lot of fun, et cetera, we were back to flat broke. So mm-hmm. um, I found a job being a dormitory counselor, which gave me free um, housing plus a little mm-hmm. stipend of some sort. Mm-hmm. So the last two years, I figured, well, I'm free now. I can take art. So the last two years, I took um, art classes. Mm-hmm. And which was what I really, that was really my passion. Mm. Yeah. So um, then at the end of the school term after graduating, the, there was a group of people that came from um, a casino at the state line of California and Nevada. And they interviewed these cute, you know, young, innocent Right. people to come be blackjack dealers, cocktail waitresses, et cetera, for the summer, mm-hmm. and they gave us a one-way ticket to California, to the state Ooh. line. Yes. Yeah. So that would like, entice any young lady in Oklahoma. <laughs> well, it did me. I raised my hand yeah. right away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has the wanderlust that you, you told me about that you did have. I mean, you were not held back by fear and doubt. I mean, you knew what you wanted and moved forward. I think that's admirable, really. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back, yes. Um, At the time, the Annette Funicello movies were out in black and white, and um, she was running around on the beach, and I just thought, the ocean? Oh, my gosh, I want to see the ocean. This is my chance to see the ocean, and I get to go for free. So I jumped on board, and I was a blackjack dealer Mm. (laughs) for a summer uh, in Lake Tahoe. And, of course, I got to meet different uh, people and people from around the United States. Uh, I got to meet for example, Jewish people in Oklahoma at the high school I was going to, yeah. I, I didn't know any Jewish people. That's right. You know, and yeah. it was very exciting to have conversations and to hear about their lives, which were mm. so vastly different than right. mine. Okay, we're going to have to break here and go to a break. So um, hold the thought. We will be back because I know we're, there's so many other things that are um waiting to be explained and shared with our listeners. So when we come back, we'll be talking with Judy McKeska about getting through and into design. (laughs) 
transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Welcome to The Quip with Miriam Nicole Huffman, a modern woman's guide to styling her faith, family, and finances. The online radio show dedicated to today's positive, purpose-driven woman who's ready to heal her heart, her head, and her household by realigning with what she values most. If your highest values are faith, family, finances, and freedom, you're in the right place. Host Miriam Nicole Huffman is a woman on a mission. Her mess to success journey has taken her from life as an upper-middle-class stay-at-home mom to a broke single mom to living a life of joy and wholeness as she builds a thriving business while raising her healthy, happy family. Every week on The Quip, Miriam Nicole shares her love, life, legal, and lifestyle success secrets. Whether it's wisdom you're seeking, inspiration and motivation from someone who's hit rock bottom and risen to success, or you want to know how to fully align your faith, family, and finances to create more freedom for yourself, you're an excellent hands with Miriam Nicole. Check out past shows by clicking on the podcast player to the right or check our recent guests in the blog below. Got a question for Miriam Nicole? Want to be a guest on her show? Email us at thequip at miriamnicolehuffman.com and join us every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. We are talking with Judy McKeska. And Judy is presently a Rodan and Fields Independent Executive Consultant. But she has been in the past this interior designer and felt that made made this transition into Rodan and Fields as a consultant. But laying the basis ba- basis for her extraordinary life in being able to experience things that many of us would say would be out of a reach for a young girl that had been raised in a single home, single uh, 
mother's home in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm just moving you all over the place. (laughs) But anyway, one of the things she excelled in was art and design. So you, in after you took the casino job, found the opportunity to do a scholarship in 1979 to design school, right? Yes, I did. Um, I just um, had the passion and um, the vision. I think mm-hmm. the vision is the important part, is that I had started learning that there is a way to make your dreams come true. And... Mm-hmm. I couldn't hardly believe it, but um, I saved up enough money working at the casino to go to um, UCLA, Mm -hmm. and I got a postgraduate um, education there in art. I took my portfolio to to San Francisco, which is where I was really living, Mm -hmm. and um, somehow I... I managed to get an incredible scholarship that was $60,000 a year value wow. for three years. Wow. At, I know. At Rudolph Schaefer's, awesome. Rudolph Schaefer School of Design, which is um, a very famous uh, private school. Mm-hmm. And it was very small. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> when I graduated, my first uh, job was uh, – well, actually, it was my second job, but it happened real quickly after I graduated. I was referred to a design studio in Oakland, mm-hmm. and um, they interviewed me, and they, they said, you know, we want to hire you because of your perspective drawing skills and your portfolio. Yeah. Um, I said, okay, if I can bring my dog to work, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are priorities. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> then they said, well, okay. <laughs> so I'm glad I, I got the job because my first project was working on Donald Trump and Ivanka's uh, penthouse in New York City at Trump Tower, which was being built. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It was pretty incredible. <laughs> uh, you know, I was sort of like, <clears throat> well, what's the budget? <laughs> well, there <Yeah>. wasn't one. <laughs> oh, that is a designer's night, a dream, dream. job. Yes, it was. And there were seven of us on the team, and we worked a lot, and we had no budget, so we came up with some incredibly creative ideas. And um, he, he, um, yeah, it turned out to be great. And um, I moved on to uh, do some casino design at the same um, place where I was working, which really was sort of uh, exciting to me. Because I realized, wow, what a, what a change. I was a blackjack dealer at a casino, and now I'm designing them. Mm-hmm. And um, then I moved. You know, you know, some of the things that I think that we uh, don't realize or it sort of slips by us without realizing is that many times we'll work or we'll work a job in a certain area. And without knowing it, it is really going to benefit fit us later in our life. I don't think we go through anything that is not a resource to help us in our life later in our life. For instance, my whole experience through my marriage and the complete uh, dis- dissolve of my marriage has benefited me in my coaching. So it's kind of interesting that you had the experience as the blackjack dealer 
you saw the one side of the casino and now you're in it in a totally different area but that had to be valuable input for you it was <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely was, and I agree with you 100%. Everything that happens to us, good or bad, Mm -hmm. um, be it that we want it or not, definitely is an asset Mm -hmm. in in some way Mm -hmm. or the other. Mm -hmm. I think opportunities are everywhere, and we see them, and sometimes we grab them, and sometimes we just go right past them. Right. So, Yeah. yeah, it's very important. Right. Well, I I just thought I thought that was a fascinating, and that had to also be a just a pretty nice thing to have on your resume that you had worked on such a um, a recognizable uh, job. Everybody knows Donald Trump, and uh, that really had to be a, an impressive item on your uh, resume. Yes, it was. <laughs> and, and then I moved on. Um, I had a roommate who was from France, and he got married, and his wife had twins, and they needed somebody to help them as a uh, mother, uh-huh. <laughs> these twins. And so mm-hmm. I moved in with them, and the the area they lived in, I, I needed to find a new job, and my new job was doing model homes. Mm-hmm. And um, I did these model homes for um, a, a big apartment complex in Silicon mm-hmm. Valley. Mm-hmm. And some realtors came by one day from Japan, mm-hmm. and they really liked the style of one of the three models that I had done. <laughs> and they searched down who the designer was, and mm-hmm. they came to me, and they said, we would like to... Um, hire you to come do some work in Hawaii for our Japanese clients. Ah. <laughs> tell them what you did that was so uh, taboo or uh, <laughs> it was sort of setting the standard. Well, was... uh, I, I, I didn't like the oak handrails in this particular bathroom, and I painted mm-hmm. them black. <laughs> <laughs> Not what they might have considered a designer couple, uh, color back then. <laughs> That no, was really it, thinking outside the box. It was very avant-garde at that time, I, mm-hmm. I guess, or mm-hmm. what have you. And, I love um, it. They were attracted to the, um, the design and how I uh, implemented it. Mm-hmm. So I sort of reluctantly took that position and went over. And at that time, we were still wearing nylons, you know, in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> In San Francisco? Yep. Oh, my goodness. I think of San Francisco as being so free. I know. I know. <laughs> Here I was flying over to this humid um, place that was filled with, um, you know, natives that I had not seen before very much. Yes. And um, this immense beauty. And, of course, I told them, you'll have to provide me with a, a place to stay and a, and a car to rent. Mm-hmm. And um, they picked me up at the airport, and um, they 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 said, "Well, would you perhaps like to stay in the house that you're going to be renovating?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, I'll take a look at it. You know, it depends on the condition." Right. Well, it turns out to be Dolly Parton's house. <laughs> 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 they had purchased Dolly Parton's Oceanside house 
Oh, and uh, in Hawaii Kai, and it was quite fabulous. <laughs> I uh, didn't bet. see much reason to renovate it. You know, I thought it was pretty nice. Yeah. But, um, oh, yes, I did a complete renovation on that house and um, made it, uh, you know, fit in with the style for the Japanese clients. Yeah. So what size was that house? Oh, that house was a three-bedroom house, and then it had a cabana guest house and pool yeah yes yes and you were the primary the only designer on that one yes and that and I became friends with the realtors and they as soon as I finished that house they had a party invited all of their Japanese guests and from then on I worked 13 years never advertising it was all word of mouth all of my clients were from Japan or Korea and did so you moved there I did I did. Yeah. I started my own business there. Right. That, I mean, just I just think it's awesome the way that life has given you opportunities. It's not that you didn't move into them and you didn't earn them, but it was that you kept moving forward. You took you took whatever was presented to you, and it turned into treasures. at least I look at it that way yes uh, yeah and then um, after that I um, in 2000 I guess I think it was 19 when we had our first Gulf War Uh the um, the the circumstances changed for the Japanese, um, and they just the bankers told them that they wanted to have the Japanese stop being so aggressive in their real estate purchases in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, my mother also had cancer, mm-hmm. so I closed my business and went back here, what we call the mainland, mm-hmm. to take care of mom and to do other things. And having that history of uh, sort of high-end design and knowing that I, you often have to travel to find it, to buy it for your clients and specify it. Um, I started a business um, helping interior designers that were offshore because right. when I was in Hawaii, I had to travel for a week, you know, yeah. just to shop for three days. Yeah. What so, a great benefit for uh, designers to have. Um and with only about a minute left before we go to break, the last move that you made was to the academy. Uh, I know I I I, I kind of want to glide over that because I know we're kind of short on time. And oh, uh, okay. The go ahead. Okay. Well, let's break and get, and we'll go to break now. But it's. Just awesome how opportunities have come to you and you've taken advantage of them and developed in them to really memorable, uh, productive jobs and exciting things for you. We will be back with more from Judy McKeska. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. This is God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology, and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry 
with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are having such a great time today talking with Judy McKeska, and she is the uh, executive consultant for Rodan and Fields, um, uh, uh, makeup, skin care, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Judy, so sorry. No, makeup. She corrected me, it's not makeup, it's skin care, but which I so use and uh, know the value of. But anyway, a young girl that went from Oklahoma to working on a design project for Donald Trump, it's penthouse in New York City, to working on remodeling an old Dolly Parton house, old Dolly Parton house. <laughs> In a way, and having just an awesome life as she continues on. But there is one more major thing I'd like for you to share with the listeners. What was that, my dear? (laughs) Well, that was um, a business um, I started um, down here and ended up going to Saudi Arabia. Oh. To work yeah. on a little 37,000 square foot casita. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Um, right. Yes, 37. The, the, the thing that was most interesting, not, not so much the size, which it was huge, it was like a mini hotel, you know, right. yeah. 37,000 square feet. But um, the thing that was most interesting to me was studying the cultural changes the cultural mm-hmm. changes, like the the um, the Saudi Arabians have uh, salons for mm-hmm. entertaining, which are separate. There's mm-hmm. a men's salon and a women's salon. So if you go to visit your friends, you go into a salon if you're a woman, and you sit and visit with them while your husband goes to a salon and sits and visits with his men friends. 
Right. And yes. um, yeah, there's this. Like for example, this this house had a beauty salon in it for the women to get their mm-hmm. hair done that lived there. A seven mm-hmm. car garage and maids quarters. It was it was interesting. Um, very um, different climate. Very different culture. And my skin started to, I noticed, become very dry when I was living over there. And, I bet. Yeah. Um, I worked on the project through AutoCAD um, in here in the mainland for a year, and then I was there for three and a half months. And right. when I came back, I started looking for some skin care to get my skin, you know, looking good yeah. again. And I couldn't find anything that I really liked. And then all of a sudden, I discovered that Rodan and Fields had a um, new product line. These are the creators of Proactive, and now they were doing anti-aging. Right. And I was very impressed with that because, I mean, after all, if they could change the face of the world with, you know, their acne treatment, surely they could get rid of my wrinkles and dry skin. Mm-hmm. Well, this was very interesting because when I met you, I had just, you know, been watching TV and Rodan and Fields, the two women doctors that designed this product or this line of products, had the commercial going. And I believe it was a Sunday. And so I was myself, I suffer with adult acne and rosacea and, you know, several uh, situation conditions. And so anyway, I bought the product over line. When you and I visited, you, you shared with me that that was really a product line for younger skin, not so much for the adult older skin, which was, uh, I mean, I was like, really? Oh no. (laughs) So I, I mean, that was very, it was great information to, uh, receive because, um, you know, women don't realize the difference in the, in the advertisement doesn't really tell you that. Well, the advertisement is from Gunthy Runker and Gunthy Runker is, um, separate from Rodan and Fields. Oh, okay. So they, they have taken, uh, and, and market. Uh, proactive. Mm-hmm. Gussie right. Rinker does. Uh-huh. But this Rodan and Fields line is completely marketed by independent consultants like myself. Okay. All so right. So that's the difference. There right. was actually, uh, initially when it was created, the um, patients would come in and they'd say, okay, you cleared up my pimples. What are you going to do about my dry skin? Mm-hmm. And so they created this line for adults. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it's actually four products. It's not just one. Mm. To and address each one of the concerns. Each of the four major skin concerns. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go to a dermatologist. And mm. what they use, this is their, their philosophy, is that, you know, everyday skin conditions can be complex, but the solutions don't have to be. Right. And so their products are based on what we call multi-med therapy. And that is using the right ingredients and active cosmetics in the right formulations in the right order. So there, there's f- four items in each of the regimens. Ah. And so the four different uh, conditions are what? Aging skin, mm-hmm. which we have a line called Redefine for, and sun damage, 
which is major. Yes, major, the, major. Yes, 80% of the United States, the people have sun damage. Oh, yes. And that's what I started on. And, oh, my gosh, it's amazing because you just get so used to seeing your face every day mm-hmm. that you don't know what it can look like. Mm-hmm. It can look beautifully uh, clear, and you right. can go foundation-free. Mm-hmm. It's right. absolutely true. These products, by the way, have a 60-day money-back guarantee, mm-hmm. which I also was very excited about. You know, I mean, 60 days, that's got a long time. Yeah, that is a long time. And yeah. um, the, the third one is Soothe, which is for sensitive skin, and about 25% of my customers have that issue. So we're talking there about rosacea. Rosacea, eczema, sensitive skin varies. Right. I had I had uh, no idea how much it can be. Uh, uh, I actually have one customer that uh, said that she she didn't need the wash, and I said why not? And she said because I can't wash my face. Mm-hmm. Her skin mm-hmm. had been so compromised by the use of other formulations that she had been using that her skin was so sensitive that she could not even wash it. Wow. I know. Mm. So um, we got that all taken care of. And then the last one is unblemished, which is for adult cystic acne. Well, you should be very happy, Judy. I am 100%. I'm I'm in every one of these categories. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of people are. Yeah, I would think so. Everybody in Texas suffers with the exposure to the sun. Uh, I know many women with rosacea. I don't know that many that suffer with the blemishes. I happen to be one that does. And then we all have wrinkles, so there you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. We we are um, definitely able to take care of all of those. Mm. And Yeah. um, and, the, and this is the same thing that you would get with the doctors. They're, by the way, they are still practicing dermatologists in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And they oh, still, yeah. And they still teach at Stanford, and are, I uh-huh. think they're both still teaching at Stanford. And they both sit on the, the um, Academy uh, for Dermatology board. And oh, you're talking about Rodan and Field. Dr. 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 Rodan, yeah, and yes. Dr. Fields. And yeah. Dr. Kate, yeah. Yeah. Katie Rodan and Kathy Fields. Yes. Okay. So you're getting the same products as if you walked into their office. Right. So how would people find more information about you and the products and all of that? If well, they were- you can go to uh, gofoundationfree.com. And that's, that's your website. That, that will lead you to my business web, website. And I chose that name because that's my goal, is to have women remove that mask of makeup. Mm -hmm. And we can actually get your skin clear enough that all you need is just a light dusting of a mineral powder. So you can take care of the large pores through your makeup, through your skin care. Excuse me. (laughs) That was a slip. I'm so sorry. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And we have um, tools that... um, will help you with that as well. Um, we have something that is a little derma roller, mm-hmm. and it was featured on the Today Show, and it was chosen by um, Elle magazine um, and um, another one, I can't think of what it is, as the product of the year. Mm-hmm. And 
we have um, that that system takes care of your your large pores. And what I found that we again we look in the in the mirror and we don't see this, but as we age, gravity pulls those pores down. Oh, <laughs> they're no longer round; they're sort of oblong. <laughs> Oval pores. <laughs> yes, which is, you know, not necessary. It can actually be taken care of. You just roll this roller. It's in our redefined um, system. And to find me, when you go to that website, which is uh, gofoundationfree.com, mm -hmm. uh, in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see Contact Me. Mm -hmm. Click on that, and you can get my phone number or my email. Mm -hmm. And... Um, if you would like to do it by yourself, just pursue around there. But I, I always feel like it's better to talk to somebody. Right. You know, yeah. because like you said, you have a, you know, a couple of things. And right. so I'm happy to chat with people. Right. And well, it's so important to talk to an authority that understands the products, knows the benefit, and has had to use it themselves. Mm -hmm. Because... Uh, you know, that's the reason you got into it, because you were so impressed by the results yes. of the product. Yes. Judy, this has been such a fun hour with you. We are uh, very close to the end of our show, and I want people to know that they can uh, really benefit from the knowledge that you have with this new direction your life has gone with Rodan and Fields. I want them to go to gofoundationfree.com, which is what you believe in, and learn more about working with you because of your, you have just been, and they can hear more about your life too. You just have had such an exciting experience. But I thank you very much for being on this show today by sharing some of the things that have created this interesting life that you've experienced that was instilled in you by your mother and also by showing change is always possible. We just have to keep moving forward. Thank okay. you, Judy. Thank you, Joyce. It was fun. We'll be seeing you. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 